0: Uh, so uh so what are you guys uh you know doing this uh the rest of this day you got any more uh, wonderful interviews lined up
1: anyway, i'm sure we have Thinks? uh we just I, have meetings all, yeah. meetings, all we're, time. Make,
0: we're making tv show all day <laughs> I, I, I wonderful <laughs> interviews we haven't started so <laughs> it's still out there if this is going to be good or not so hopefully <laughs> you enjoy it um but on that wonderful bombshell, uh, what's up, fandom? My name is Josh, and today we have two very special guests. Um, we have Mark Banker. Hello. And we have Todd Grimes. How's it going? Uh, not bad. So uh, thank you both uh, so much for coming on. Uh, and you guys are the executive producers and showrunners for The Croods Family Tree. And we're here to talk about season two
2: excellent you're excited we're very excited like
1: well done right after yeah. all that rehearsal it's it's harmony paid off.
0: <laughs> that's the, that's the best thing it's like you know you rehearse you rehearse all the stuff and then you know, when you yeah, let's, that, let's it's,
2: like, it's beautiful let's, let's make sure we say excellent at the same time
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, just for uh, some of our listeners uh who may not be aware of some of your work um would you guys mind telling us a little bit about yourselves and i'll let you guys fight to see who goes first
1: I'm gonna let Todd. You go first.
2: All right. Well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, uh, I obviously work at DreamWorks and currently producing the Crude's Family Tree. Um, and it was uh, this is the second show I've done at DreamWorks. Uh, Mark and I both, uh, prior to this show, worked on a show called The Epic Tales of Captain Underpants um, together, um, and we worked really well together. Had a great time making that show. Um uh, so when it came time for sort of developing a new crude show, um, and the, the folks at DreamWorks approached us about working together on it, we of course jumped right on it because the style of the show I think is both is right up both of our alleys. Um so so yeah, so and prior to that, uh um I had, you know, worked around town at several other studios, um, all the big ones on various different shows. Um, but you know, eventually landed at DreamWorks about Gosh, six years ago now and uh, and uh, between captain Underpants and the crudes have been just having a blast. Um
0: are they is the cafeteria still like banger? because the last <laughs> time I was there, I was like it was before they stopped letting you know this like the the guests have lunch. Sure. So I was like right in there. so I was like
2: okay. it's yeah. not and it, no, it's the, well because you know everything all that kind of sort of slowed uh, and, and changed its formula, so to speak. Um, but we we haven't been there in two years, so we don't really, uh, <laughs> we've only we heard it. stories. We heard it, stories, yeah.
1: It's such a beautiful campus. I, I definitely yeah. miss it. But yeah. uh, it's still there, I believe. It's still the, the, the food is still there.
0: Yep. It's it's just been sitting on the line just waiting for you guys. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a, it's a grill, little cold.
1: Burgers on the grill for two years. Yeah. Someone's That's That's,
0: <laughs> no feeding the koi fish. That's really the, <laughs> the matter. <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Oh, um, Mark,
1: I got uh, I, I uh, got my start at The Onion uh, when I was in college at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and uh, that uh, helped introduce me to the world of writing for TV and movies. Um, I have worked on probably every genre you can find <laughs> in this stuff. Uh, you know, I worked on uh, sitcoms, uh, Spin City, and Battery Park. and number of other ones um i've worked in reality tv i worked on the odds um but i've always had a had a foot in animation because i i loved animation ever since i was a little kid and watched every show on saturday morning from beginning with the ag Report at uh, <laughs> like 6 a.m through uh whatever was on you know what the the, the very last cartoon that would play around noon on Saturday morning. By the way, these kids, so spoiled. They they, oh. they we had to wait one <laughs> yeah. day a week. We got yeah. the cartoons.
2: Get whatever you want, right. whenever you want.
1: Um, but some of the animated shows I worked on, you know, one of the first ones I worked on was Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which was uh, a great way to start. Um, I worked on Adventure Time, Clarence, a lot of scooby doo Um, obviously Captain, you know, uh Epic Tales of Captain Underpants and uh and now Cruz. I've jumped over a bunch of Stuff I've been around a while, um, but uh, this is the best one of them all.
2: Did you skip Reba? Didn't you? Weren't you? I actually, uh,
1: I actually (laughs) remember meeting on Reba, believe
2: it or not. That was a shot in the dark on my part. So, hey,
1: when you've been around, like you, 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 you're uh, when you've been around as long as I have put a foot in every door.
0: You wrote for that show about a single mom who worked two jobs, but she loved her kids, and I mean, she never stopped. So, that's right. (laughs) That's, no,
1: I didn't I didn't work on it, but I I remember I I remember reading a script and I think meeting uh, meeting with the wonderful people
2: who did it. Now my Reba joke. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I stole your thunder.
0: Um so uh so let's so let's talk about a uh, second season of uh, The Crude's family tree. So our first season uh it, it kind of revolved around like some pretty goofy um, issues with like the croods and the bettermans you know trying to live together um, after you know the events of new age so what can we expect kind of going into season
2: 2 oh yeah that's a good question we uh, because one of the things that we have um with the with the dynamic of the show is we focus it's the show is very much like a sitcom um in a way that you know it's sort of a family and two families living together and they're very disparate and mine all the sort of comedy from that. But it's also takes place in the Croods world, which is full of um, lush environments and some fun action adventure and prehistoric creatures um, and all this fun stuff. So we're sort of getting to play in, in multiple kind of comedic genres, so to speak. Um, but yeah, at the beginning we were establishing the new world of the Croods, which is living with the Bettermans in the treehouse, house. Um, and then as we get into se- the season two, we started to, uh, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting cat, cat bonds here. Uh, sorry about that. Um, this is my chunky right here. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we get to go even a little bit beyond exploring just their relationships and their interpersonal relationships with one another and see like sort of new locations and, um new creatures and and basically new adventures and also kind of get a chance to like uh, have some of the characters kind of spend a little time with each other and see how they they interact together and that we have not yet seen in the in the in the second film because we only just got introduced to the bettermans in that one so now we get to sort of explore a little bit more of that
1: yeah to, to uh back on that uh, i'm i'm really these all i love all these episodes coming out i'm, I'm very excited um, i can touch on a few of them specifically because i promise exclusives um, <laughs> there's uh, there's one coming out uh, we're, we're doing our version of like a uh inspirational football uh movie um in an episode called there's no in team uh, where our character Phil Betterman uh, gets to learn how to play our version of uh, football, which we call Throgonet. Um, we also have a fun uh, Rashomon <laughs> experience at the end of these. Uh, there's a two-part uh, story that we tell at the end of these uh, episodes where we find out what happens when the parents uh, go off the farm Uh, together for a vacation. And then we come back and find out what happened on the farm when the parents were away and the kids were left in charge. And you can imagine it has uh, uh, some similarities to Weird Science uh, because we grew up in the 80s and we love 80s movies.
0: Um, So what is it like, you know, basically creating canon for uh, a show that uh, you guys didn't originally create, so w- what's what's kind of like that experience? So like you're, because I mean, in uh, New Age, there's really no like you you get introduced to the Bettermans, but there's really no backstory. It's just kind of like here they are, and then you guys are creating basically everything for them and expanding on everything with the Croods themselves. So what's kind of like how how does that kind of process go of you guys creating like this new mythos around this uh, this new
2: series? Yeah, I think we we were fortunate um, at the start of the show when we started developing the show um, that they were still in the uh, the second film was still in the works, um, and we didn't uh, we were both familiar with the film as as well as the prequel series Dawn of the Crudes, um, and then we just got to see early cuts of the second film and and get to see what they were doing with the introduction of the new family, um, but Crudes being a franchise, we are sort of like. Um, a, you know, kind of bound to the certain uh, 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 stories that we want to tell and make sure that we're um, staying on brand with, with uh, the show and the, the franchise as a whole. Um, so, so, yeah, we've, we've been really fortunate because we've, everybody at DreamWorks is so collaborative that even though we have the feature side, which is continuing to work on new ideas and things for the show, that um, we also get to put our own thumbprint on it, so to speak. Um, you know, and we we have there are certain parameters that we stick around in or we, that we abide by, but we also get to sort of explore our own takes on what these who these characters actually are and explore deeper into their lives and their relationships. So that's been really fun.
1: Yeah, it's a you know it's a little unfair because we have in a series we have a lot more time to work with you know versus a movie, but <clears throat> so the upside of that is we have an opportunity to dive a little deeper into some stories and to focus on, uh, smaller groupings of characters and tell a, tell a longer story with those, uh, characters. Um, there's another episode we have coming out, uh, called Thunder Games, where we get to, uh, learn a bit more about Uga's relationship with her, um, her mom, Graham, and against the backdrop of the Thunder Sisters and the uh, decision to, you know, them deciding who will be the next Thunder Queen, the leader of the Thunder Sisters, a role that Ugga has always thought she would take over when her uh, mom, Grant, stepped down. And obviously, as you can imagine, that transition is less than smooth. Uh, we have another episode called Daddy Daughter Day where we get to find out. Uh, about a day that uh, Grug has always spent with Eep since she was a little girl. They go off on their own in the camp, and, and they have sort of a you know father daughter bonding experience. Well, we're, our episode is about the first time that Sandy comes along and sort of changes that dynamic in a way that you know sort of forces Grug to uh, change his uh, his perception of what should happen on that trip. Both of those episodes, you know, ended up being. Uh, very touching, uh, very emotional, which which is uh, uh, a wonderful sort of aspect of the series that you know was maybe even a little surprising to both of us. But uh, there's a lot of heart uh, in this in this show.
0: Um. So so kind of like doing like these special episodes and everything like that. Is there? uh, somebody that you kind of have to submit, like, do you have to submit your stuff to like the little guy in the moon with the, (laughs) (laughs) you know, is that that a thing? Like, is, is there like a, a lore collector for the crews that you kind of have to run everything by?
2: Uh, they know who we are. They, they're like, (laughs) they got to run stuff by us. No, No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, you know, we all, we, we all collaborate and we have, um, uh, uh, people um, at DreamWorks that are executives that uh, sort of, you know, make sure that we're all on the same page. Um, And uh, so, yeah, so we, we, I think in the beginning we were collaborating a lot with all of the folks that had been involved with the franchise before Mark and I started to um, uh, work on this show. Um, But I think it it does get to a point where it, once there's a a level of trust with um, the franchise that, Uh, that lessens a little bit like there's not as much not as many you know um, eyes need to be on it they they just know that we know what the world is and that and and trust that we're doing it justice that's awesome
1: yeah when we started I think we you know there were a lot of conversations about um, the parameters uh, the, the of this world you know what is the area that that we can cover in the series, and you know, once that's established, um, we sort of stayed in 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 that area, and we we have you know the team at DreamWorks definitely keeps us uh, keeps us on track and and honest. But you know, it's a pretty big uh, playground, uh, so we we never ran out of uh, ideas and, and stories to tell. Um,
0: what are some of your favorite moments from uh, season two that you're allowed to chat about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> without point. giving away any spoilers. Uh, you, you don't want to spoil everything,
0: but you know, <laughs> I,
2: I I particularly, I mean, aside from, I mean, some of the stuff, I really liked how much um, Mark and, uh, and, and, uh, and the writing staff like really like was able to create some stories that um, and we were doing this right off the bat in the first season too. And it's something I had mentioned a few times when that season came out is that uh, it's so much fun to, to have, to be able to write so many funny jokes and, and dialogue humor and then also have this all of these really like like special moments between uh, the characters that really actually make you uh, you know feel something you know it's not just irreverent comedy like a lot of um, you know uh, shows of this uh, genre so to speak uh, end up being so we've gotten the opportunity to really like kind of focus more on like um, character, development and character stories. And I think that's, uh, that's been something that like, um, uh, that I've really enjoyed about this show in particular, because most of the shows I've worked on up until this point have been more like that sort of irreverent. Um, you know, you're going for the joke more than the lack the tear. Um, but here on this show, it's like almost every episode you're like, "Yeah, oh, that was kind of sweet,
1: you know? Um,
2: and, uh, and fun moments, I think, aside from those things, those are all my sort of the things that I love about, uh, the way we've evolved into this season, but we've got some great set pieces in this new season that I really enjoy too. Uh, we've gotten to see some new locales and, um, and uh, it, we built a roller coaster spoiler alert <laughs> um, and some great new um, uh, visuals that, uh, that, yeah, we don't want to give too much away before the, before it drops, but uh, there's, there's a lot more fun stuff in this season to come. Nice.
1: Yeah, I would, yeah, um... Just looking at this, in this, you know, these episodes are, they're like children. They're all my favorites. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a, for the first time in an episode called Shock and Awe, it's our first episode that is set largely in Punch Monkey Village. Um, and we, you know, get to go to the village and and, and characters interact with the Punch Monkeys, um, which was like a sort of new, new territory for us. We actually had to build... Uh, that you know punch monkey village um, some of the other areas we visited uh, you know we, we built a uh, bucolic lake uh, camping lake for uh, daddy daughter day um, mm-hmm. uh, what else here uh, we get to revisit each, the we,
2: thunder sisters
1: the thunder sisters are in this uh, bring you know, them for back. the first time we do a thunder sisters episode um, I should touch on the idea of, like I, you know the look of this show, you know, is pretty amazing. And uh the lighting uh in this show and the directing um are also some of my favorite things uh of, uh about these I don't wanna don't want to uh, lose sight of those wonderful contributions all the, the many people working on the show uh are just working at a uh above and beyond um and from home by the way yeah. for the last two years which is yeah. a, another uh unique challenge for this show and um, most of the shows being produced.
0: I, I will say, I do like the fact that, you know, your animation style didn't change from like something from the movie. You didn't like say some other, let's just say some other studio that's down the road where, you know, we have a movie and then we do like the animated version, like the series version of that. And it's a completely sure. different art style and it looks it it it's weird it doesn't feel like it fits and you're like uh-huh. the way that these people look in the movie and then you just changed them and now they look all like this I do like that you know it's the same art style from the movie so yeah like we're not like they're not like pixelated or anything like that uh-huh. little bitty like weird right. year I, I do appreciate that um it, it keeps like a it, it makes you feel like it's you know a continuity instead of like oh this is a new thing you know what I mean
2: yeah And that's well, that's a large that, you know, that the large amount of that credit goes to our amazing team that we've had, our production team, um, both uh, here at DreamWorks and our overseas partner studios as well, Um, because we, you know, television has, you know, a different budget and a different schedule than feature films do. So we we don't have as much time to spend on things and we don't have as much um, uh, staff and everything to sort of like uh, hone all, all that all the looks and everything like that so we we've tried our best to to make the show feel just like the films but it the way we did that is a lot of creative workarounds and working with a lot of artists and production staff who really know how to do that stuff and you know and figure out ways to make things like some stuff is just a big cheat and other stuff is just a lot of uh you know a lot of preparation and thought put into like how do we accomplish what they did and make it seem seamless for the show given the the pool of that we have in terms of the amount of um footage we need to create versus the budget that we have so
1: nice um we talk we talk about this a bit like the the technology the uh animation technology seems to change day to day and you know, yeah. in the time I've been working in animation, what you can do specifically in CG has just advanced by leaps and bounds. Uh, it's, it's and the only you know to take advantage of that, uh, you have to have a team of all stars and the wizards that uh, <laughs> are on our team that somehow make this all work. It is uh, awe-inspiring.
2: Yeah, yeah. You couldn't do water or hair or anything back in the day or grass. Yes. We're like. You know, we're in the future right now. <laughs> I will
0: say the one thing to me that DreamWorks will always do that always stands out is hair. Like yeah. it's just hair. Like whenever you think hair, it's like, well, DreamWorks does hair very, very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at the the evolution of hair throughout like how to train your dragon, for instance. It's like sure, you know, this, and then you know, it's like individual strands, and you're like, Man, Dreamworks got hair you should have <laughs> hair work and even
1: like on even on this show like our hair game is very strong yes uh, it's impressive
0: again yep. dreamworks man dreamworks got that hair yeah it's a hard thing to do in cg yeah for sure if, if they okay so dreamworks if you're listening um <laughs> oh I, I they are i <laughs> have a gift shop. uh you, you guys have the gift shop um at you know at campus i should definitely sell like shampoo and conditioner <laughs> brand and it'd be amazing do you yeah, want do hope's that. hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right so uh kind of uh the last couple questions that i've got for you guys um what do you want um fans and uh viewers watching this new season of croods what do you want them to take away from this season
2: hmm <laughs> Well, I think it'd be sort of like the continuation of, um, you know, enjoying the stories that we get to tell and hopefully laughing and maybe occasionally crying. Um, And one of the things that I really love about this show um, is is that, you know, audience-wise, I feel like it's something that everybody can enjoy. You know, like it's not, we're not just sort of like steering it to one particular audience, even though, you know, from a demographic standpoint, that is sometimes part of what we look at when we're creating it. But generally speaking, I think um, uh, it's a family show and it's like a sitcom. It's like a show that it kind of, it's a show that I remember, reminds me of a show that I used to watch, like with my parents when I was a kid, but they were, you know, they were like sitcoms and things like that, but we would all watch them laugh and enjoy them together. Um, I think that's, uh, I think that's one thing that we have definitely been able to, to do because we, you know, we watch the show and we crack ourselves up and we're, you know, not kids. So I think, I think it's a, I think it's a show that can has a broad audience. I would say.
1: Um, I want people to laugh and cry at the same time. That's that's (laughs) always my goal. Um, Yeah. We definitely want to surprise people. Um, And it's true. Like, you know, after two years where, uh, you know, everyone's sort of stuck in their houses, the families having to find things that they can watch together for, you know that work for the parents and the kids of different ages. Our goal with this show was to to create a show that a family can watch together, and it and it is as entertaining for uh, the parents as it is for the kids. And you know that's always a goal. And I think you know my family is is a uh, I think may represent the four quadrants, and so we try to hit <laughs> all four of those quadrants. Uh, and if it makes everybody in my family happy that I know we're, we're, you know, we're headed in the right direction, but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think we've made a show that, that, um, that works for kids as well as the adults that may have to watch it with them.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. So what's something that you guys are either watching or reading right now? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, from the, the, yeah. the fun stuff. I actually, I love
1: this. I love this. Now song. we're getting into like, <laughs> Um. So, what's something that you guys
2: are no. reading right now? I'll let you go, Mark, first. <laughs> what
1: am I reading? I'm reading right now a book called uh, Anxious People. Is that right? I was just looking for, like, I read a lot of uh, sci fi fiction, um, and I ran out of uh, the last series I was on, I was like, I want to try something uh, funny. And Anxious People is is a rather funny novel I'm just about to finish. As far as watching stuff, um, I I do want to touch on, like, I thought um, Ted Lasso was sort of the perfect pandemic series, Uh, it was great. So I I loved it, I loved the second season. I was waiting for season two to come out, came out, uh, loved it. Right now, I think we're watching The Dropout. We just finished Pam and Tommy, which was uh, 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 created and written and produced by one of my uh, old Onion co-workers, Rob Siegel. So that's always fun. It's also in a world that I love, the world of hair metal. Um, what else? You jump in, Todd. I can't. Uh... Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, well, we've been, uh... I watch all sorts of stuff. It's kind of funny. Ironically, I, uh, I watch a lot of animation, but it's also more like for like work, you know, it's sort of like seeing what other people are doing and seeing, you know, um, how it, you know, how it compares to what we're doing. But a lot of times at night I'm watching things, uh, you know, I like, I, I love, you know, I'm a big geek. I I'm watching star Trek Picard right now and (laughs) star Trek discovery. Um, of course Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett which I've watched both of those probably like 3 times now um we've watched this week we've been watching Spider-Man No Way Home over and over because it just came out on, <laughs> to 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 buy you know mm-hmm. um and uh, we've seen the Batman twice uh see I'm all into that 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 area but uh but then at the same time I'll watch the shows like Pam and Tommy and then uh, you know, my wife and I watched the girl in the window across the street from the girl in the house or whatever it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then cooking, cooking shows. We watch a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you know, the baking shows and things like that. Cause my kids love that stuff. And, uh, and, uh, so, yeah, so it's a big, it's a wide net at my house for sure.
1: <laughs> I can admit that I watched love is blind. Sure. I did. And it was, <laughs> it was compelling. I was an early, I was in a, on the train early for Cobra Kai. I love Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra Kai. I watched yeah. it when it was on YouTube and nobody uh knew it was there. And I, mm-hmm. I continued on. That's such I mean, when I heard they were making that show and with the original cast, I was so jealous. I was like, what a genius thing to pull together. And it yeah. and it not only met it exceeded my expectations, and I'm so happy for Billy Zabka because man, what a what a comeback for that guy. So great.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, that Todd, uh, you're going to have to come on so we can talk some strange new world. <laughs> come back on, we'll do some Trek.
2: Uh, oh yeah. Looking forward to that.
0: Uh, so, uh, we've got, uh, the Croods family tree season two premiering. I almost said June. I've wrote down June in my notes. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like,
2: no, oh, it's what know, a week from right. today. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: April 5th um on hulu and peacock you can check it out there um todd and mark thank you both so much for coming on where can people find you social media wise if they want to check out some of your work
2: uh i am i am i'm todd grimes on instagram and twitter like as an i'm i am todd grimes um that's probably my those are probably my two outlets yeah nice And, and youtube you can find me on YouTube. If you search my name, I'm probably the first one that comes up. So.
1: <laughs> I don't think you can find me on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm at the Mark Banker at on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I will admit, I'm not, I'm not as prolific on Instagram as, as Todd is. <laughs> Right. On.
0: Sorry, I'm. I'm. I'm going to see if we can get Mark. Mark, um, is that me? Unless you got fired from football five years ago, I mean, that's oh, no. the thing. That's up, so,
2: I- <laughs> oh, on YouTube, that's it. Yeah, yeah. no, there's Mark
1: <laughs> Banker, the coach, who uh, it was mo- he? Like, if you type in Mark Banker, you get the the football coach.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, always
1: competing for views, him and I. Who is the best, <laughs> Mark Banker? One one day <laughs> he's winning.
0: You, you, yeah. the top. It'll happen. We believe. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. so I'll someday, go subscribe. You gotta have goals. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Smash we- that
2: subscribe button.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: socials in the show notes. So you can check those out. And we're also going to put a link to uh, Hulu and Peacock for uh, The Croods Family Tree. So you can check it out there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom. On Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available. iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Audible. Uh, check out our video stuff on YouTube. Um, we also have our website animationstationpodcast.com, because I'm lazy and have not changed the name of it yet. <laughs> um, so we kind of back in the day, we were just the animation station podcast and we had <laughs> ourselves into a corner because it was like, we only do animation <laughs> <laughs> I like, well, I talk about the back. Wait a sec. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so definitely find us there on, on all the social media platforms. We're there. Um, not on TikTok, not yet. You don't want to see me dance. It's not gonna. <laughs> uh, thanks to One Out of Ten for the intro and outro for this episode. You can check them out on Spotify. That's One Out of Ten, uh, and they are touring. So if you are in the, they're in s- s- Santa something. There's a lot of
1: no, us,
2: take, two. take
0: two, take yeah. two. I believe <laughs> they're in Santa Monica. Uh so if you want to check them sure. out, um they sure be playing at a uh awesome place near you. Um but yeah, thank you both so much for coming on. Um so uh for what's up fandom, I'm Josh.
1: Excellent. Thanks. Thank Josh.
2: you, Josh. Great to see you. It usually goes
0: like I'm Todd and I'm Mark, but you know Oh, what? let's
1: do that. And again. I'm are yeah. we yeah. still rolling? <laughs> 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 uh
0: so for what's up fandom, I'm Josh. And I'm Todd Grimes.
1: I'm Mark Baker.
0: And remember, dry land does
2: exist.